1: looking good
0: yes yes so head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all enjoy (laughs) so if you would like to order me it's like (laughs) right i'm a cash buyer but i don't have a car yeah that sounds a little suspicious (laughs) i don't think they realize how ridiculous they looked okay (laughs) Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top-producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but
1: we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Uh, all right. Hi, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. It's episode number 112, Safety. Safety first. Safety first. We, we had yeah. yeah we had two previous this is yeah we had two previous safety episodes, uh, number six and seven. Mm-hmm. They are very impactful. They're probably the most impactful episodes we've ever had as far as life or death. Yeah, I mean we L- both literally. cried a lot of tears. Um, it, it will definitely open your eyes if you're not aware of what can happen in this field. Right. Um, and it'll just give you some solid tips. Um, I would definitely not listen to episode six with any children in your car. Yeah. And there is a warning at the beginning. Yes. Because it does get pretty detailed. Um,
0: okay. But September is Realtor Safety Month. Correct. So that is why we wanted to retouch on safety because um, we haven't since those episodes. It's definitely time. And it's hugely important. Mm-hmm. It's
1: probably, you know, something that realtors don't talk enough about. Right. So we're hitting safety before the end of September, but before we launch into safety, I feel like I need news music. Oh yeah, like beep a dee, beep beep. Some kind of news Da-da, music. The flip report. The flip report. <laughs> uh, let's hear about now the flip report. I have questions. Okay. So you have this. You're prepared to do this. Partially, because we're recording two episodes, right? so I might have to delegate you. Okay, perfect. And you might have to save some questions. Right. Everyone is fully aware we batch record, so we have to to split up your report into two episodes. Okay, so tell us what's the latest
0: at the flip. Okay, so last we left off, I was meeting the contractor there. I had just closed. Mm -hmm. Um, I had already, obviously, met him at the
1: house. Okay. Um, Before you, yeah, before you closed.
0: Yeah, and I wanted to share what that process looked like. Okay. So, I think it's very important to get estimates and numbers in writing. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great tip. But instead of saying, hey, you know, how much for this, 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 and they say, oh, it's 50. Right. Like, I want to know. You want it to the penny? I want to know per item.
1: Oh. Because, like, do I want to
0: do this or do I not want to do this? And. I found the best thing that I did that helped me was before I met my contractor, when we were under contract on the house, before I had officially closed, Okay, I got my Excel spreadsheet open and I wrote down all the things I wanted to do. Okay. And I looked at it every couple, like, Every couple hours during the day, and okay. we just oh oh hardware, you, know, like, oh, put you know, put that on there. Put that on there. And like, if I have to buy a lockbox to right. put on the door, you got it. it's all part I'm putting of putting it. it on well, there. It's a
1: carrying cost. Yes, okay.
0: anything. I don't care how much it is. If it if it is <laughs> a cost related, to are like the gas house for
1: me to drive
0: over. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's costing me. I want to write it off. Okay, it's going to affect how much I have to pay in taxes. Fair, but also um, it just I don't. It helps eliminate. As many surprises as possible. Okay,
1: and then I have a line item for surprises. I okay. I'm so glad you're starting with this because all of my questions were like, you know, I love a fixer upper or one of these, you know, flip show back in the day. Flip This House was big on TV. I love that. The one they did in South Carolina, I loved. And it was just so interesting because they always tell you, we bought the house for this. Our budget is this. This is what we ended up spending. And then at the end, this is what we're listing for. And this is what we sell for. So there's a whole series of numbers we need. Yes, Will you share with us the numbers right as it stands in the beginning? So purchase price, what your budget is now, and what you think it is going to eventually sell for. Sure. So... (laughs) <laughs> no. I bought the house for
0: 140,000. Okay. I have a budget of $70,000. Okay. That includes surprises. All right, so we're at 210. 210, okay? Is what I I hope to be in it. In it. Yes. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to list it for like 275. Okay. $269.9. Okay. It's only a two bedroom. Oh, right, right, right. So that's the only There's thing. a limitation. There, there is a limitation because it's a two bedroom. Got it. Because it's a decent size. It's house. a it's a big two bedroom. Most yeah. two bedrooms are like 1300, 1400 right. square feet. This is over 2000. So, it, yeah. So I'm just kind of seeing how I feel right. and how the market is doing and how done. much I could push it.
1: Okay. What's your All right. So tell us the line Adam, for surprises because that's what you were at. Um, 10%.
0: 10% of,
1: for surprise.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I a, like a big cushion. You're like, I really... What happens if you don't have a surprise? Then you just make more money at the end. Okay, I'm like, oh, will you fancy up the kitchen more or you'll just be like,
0: no? Well, it'll probably be too late at that point Okay, to change anything. But okay. maybe I could do a little more on the outside or... All right, well, here's a question. You don't stage. I mean... I don't stage. It's a vacant yeah. house. Okay. Now, I don't stage with furniture, but I might stage with... Some things in the kitchen, Little and trash some, yes. Things okay. in the bathroom, right? I do that for my listings. Yeah. So this go around, I was planning on doing that, okay. but that doesn't cost me anything because it's my. You stuff. have it in your in your inventory. Mm-hmm. But I could look at having like that dining room, the sunroom. Yeah. But I just think it's thousands of dollars and we're not really in a market that needs that, it. Right. So you could just put
1: it on the market and see.
0: And I feel like the floor plan explains itself. It's yeah. not like what is there? You're like, well, I know. Yeah.
1: It's like, well, this is the living room. Yeah. Um, Which, so, okay. So I I went. Yes. Because I, I feel like I needed to see it with my own eyes. Yeah. Because first of all, I find this all fascinating and I <laughs> love re- home renovations, but also I want to be like when we're talking about it on the yes, report you know we're i need about. to know what we're talking about mm-hmm. um so it is a really cute house really nice tree if anyone wants to go to our instagram they can see you <laughs> hugging the beautiful tree in the yard um and it it is a nice floor plan that makes sense it is a very mid-century modern vibe yes like when you open the front door even the door itself is a very mid-century modern vibe yeah like those panel glass or whatever mm-hmm. there's this <laughs> cabinetry and what we're gonna call the I'm doing my air quotes foyer. Yes. That runs along the right inside the door and I'm like, You're gonna leave this, right? And you're like, I don't know. And then Whitney was like, No, you gotta take this out. And I'm like, I don't know, it's kinda cool. So you know what was kind of funny was that before
0: y'all so I met Katie, Whitney, my assistant, and my sister Mallory there, all at one time. Whitney did not realize I had already met with the contractor. Oh. And, like, mm-hmm. we already You had know what our, you're doing. Yes. we. He was yeah. just there to – Get started. Get started. Here's and, the key. Right, right. Move. So, Whitney – So, when we were walking through and I was saying, oh, we're going to do this and we're going to do this, she was like, shouldn't he be writing this down? He or was like, you he know. already knows what he's doing. I'm like, he, yeah, we got – But that's why, like, when – I was getting overwhelmed by the suggestions because like, I'm like, I don't We already know. have a plan. We know what we're doing. We already do. Like we're we're not taking down this wall. We're not doing like we're. No. I already know what I'm doing, but then it kind of made me go, I don't know what I'm doing. Why I'm not. Well, a, you designer. a plan. I know, but hearing the opinions of others made me go. I don't know
1: what I'm doing. Well, because it's sort of like a blank slate. There's so many things you can do. There are so
0: many things you could do. Um, But I I felt bad because I felt like every time someone was like, why don't you do this? I was like, no. Not going to do it. Because I already had the plan. Now, we did make a few tweaks, which we'll talk about. But um, it made me realize I forget how much I... I'm like, uh, like, should we close off the, so right now the laundry room opens up to the master closet Mm -hmm. and then there is a door that comes in from the carport. Right. So they were like, Mallory, my sister was like, well, why don't we just close this off? And I'm like, oh, well. Right.
1: That's what I said in that closet. It doesn't need a door to the, the closet. The closet can be much bigger, much more useful space without so the door. So we are going to do that. You're going to close su- off the door. That is my yeah. only suggestion. So I feel like vindicated. So things like easy. And I'm like, well, that's good. Then you, know? you a longer rod. Yes. Then it won't be like, ah, there's only two bedrooms and no
0: closet space. Right. Face. By eliminating the door in the closet, you now have a bigger closet. Yeah, and that's a
1: cheap thing. Yeah. Not adding door. Right. Because we would have had to buy a new door anyway. Yeah. So just. You could use that door somewhere else if you right. need it. Close it. Yeah. Love it. Okay. What else you want to tell us in this this flip report?
0: Um. So since we last talked, um, the appliances have been ordered. They're only on a three week back order, which I thought was good. <laughs> right. <laughs> compared Thank God. to everything else going on. Um, it's funny because the next day, mm-hmm. the day after we closed, I wanted to bring my mother-in-law by to see it because she has a antique um, shop in okay. denim. right. And I she just likes vintage things. Yeah. So I wanted her to see it. Yeah, I wanted her to see the yellow vindic- kitchen. Yeah. Well, it was gone. You're like, oh, <laughs> he's, he's so effective. <laughs> yes, the next day. So I brought her, but it was fun. I picked her up. Uh, Normally, I only see her when I have my kids and they were in school. I picked her up and we went and got coffee at Brew Haha first. So that's what I love about this house, too, is that within a one mile radius. Yeah. Restaurants, coffee shops, places. Legitimately walking distance. You can walk anywhere. And every time I go there, I'm like, I'm just going to pretend like I live here for a little bit. I think that's a great idea. Um, Oh, but back to the spreadsheet. Whenever, So I made the spreadsheet on my computer, and then I printed out two copies when I met the contractor. Okay. I walked through the house with him. He had a sheet, and Mm -hmm. I had a sheet. You brought it for him? I brought a copy for him. I went through and showed him the things that I wanted that were already written written down. He asked me a few questions like, oh, well, are we going to add crown molding in here? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I didn't think about that. Put it on the spreadsheet. So by the end of it, there was like three or four things added to the spreadsheet I already had based off of his questions. And I said, go home and I want a price next to each thing in their box. Okay. So now I have like a really good understanding. I have something in writing. Right. I can say you said this was how much you needed. And for you're this.
1: lucky to have a contractor that will do that. But why wouldn't they? Oh, my friend. But why wouldn't they? Because they are basically wanting an overall number so that and they will break it down sometimes to like plumbing or electrical. But they're not going to be like crown in living room, crown yeah. in bedroom. crown yeah. Like it's. Because they're adding their 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 profits are added to each thing mm-hmm. or the overall or whatever, and I guess that's how he did it too. Like how if it yeah if it was three thousand, he probably just, put thirty five hundred or it's whatever. It's just not a common practice for a yeah. contractor to line item it that way, and then for you to be like, well, I want to remove this because most contractors would be like, well, ultimately it's worth me taking the job for the bottom line. But if you keep taking a thing out, mm-hmm. then maybe I don't want it. You know, like yeah. maybe the overall.
0: It's just. I feel like if I couldn't get a line item, I wouldn't be able to work with that contractor. Yeah. That's well, how I would feel. Right. I would be like, well, then you don't get the job at all. Yeah. But the Excel spreadsheet has been super helpful because I, ha- it's, I have it to protect me. Right. We're on the same page. he he's, he's very clear with what his yeah. job is. It's like a checklist, you yeah. know. I like so it. So I just wanted to share that because it was I, like it. I had people asking a few questions about that. And then also when I was there with you, we took a, I took a walkthrough video. Yes. Um, unfortunately, the lens is like making a little clicking noise for some reason, but it's still fine. But we'll put it on the Hustle Humbly YouTube. Yeah. Oh, So that good. people can See go, a full before. Yeah. So go to our Hustle Humbly YouTube page. Oh. I'll upload it. Yes. Okay. And, we'll do that. And um, you can see the full walkthrough video of the house. <laughs> oh my God. It's so fun. And <laughs> it has this... Cute little mail slot. Oh, <laughs> I love that, that mail Katie slot. That Katie found, mm-hmm. and the mail just shoots right in, but the but it lands on the foyer table. Yeah, it really you know? does. That's <laughs> like so catches the mail for you, but that table will be gone. Wow. But I like that little mailbox. Like I that. love that little mailbox. Yeah. It's cute. So it's we'll post that video too. Love it. Okay. Um, and that is the update that I have for today.
1: For today. I love it. The, oh, I know one more question. Okay. What is your time your current time frame? Like what are you hoping is done by like what's your budgeted time? I don't I, I'm pretty flexible on that just because
0: I've seen what's going on in the market right yeah. now, and I have several cl- I had a two buyers that are building, right? Both were supposed to be done this fall mm-hmm. and like October, and we just did extensions for both of them for end of January.
1: So because we're going into 2022.
0: Get, yeah. um, my contractor hasn't shared that there would be anything. I mean, the windows are 12 weeks, so but that's. But you ordered be, those while you were under contract. Yeah, so two more months, and I should have windows. Okay. But um, so I'm hoping, like, I'm hoping by Happy New Year, I won't own this house anymore. Okay,
1: great. For tax purposes, ideally, do you want to sell it in this year, or would you prefer to sell it? It doesn't matter. I'll owe the same.
0: Okay. Whether it's this year or next year. Okay.
1: So I love it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Do, 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 do. do, The
0: flip report. The flip
1: report. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Okay. Moving back to safety. Okay. Uh, Do you, I have many stories to share. Before we share, I have
0: um, a reason. I found the reason as to why our job is so dangerous. Let's hear it. This was from a National Association of Realtors article I read. But um, the biggest thing, and it makes sense as reading it, our job is so dangerous because the majority of the time we work alone with people we don't know and we cannot control the location. Yeah, you, you have no, no upper hand at, at all. On top of that, oh. there is public advertising that says we want to work with anyone, anywhere. And here's my phone number. And here's my phone my, number. And a picture of me. And a picture of me.
1: So if you would like to order me, it's like right. It's like a. It's like a. It's not funny. No, it's, it's like not a, funny. It's like a dossier of like here I am. I am. Which I realtor will meet would you? you like? Anywhere. Yeah.
0: Go to the company website and scroll by face and see who you want to call. The, the article said that that is actually how they do it.
1: They look, they go to the website. They, they like, just
0: find the, the picture and the uh, phone number uh, and they just tell them where to meet them.
1: Easy as Pie. It's really quite, it's too simple. It is way and too we simple. And we and, don't, and the scarcity mindset of an agent is what allows that to continue happening. Yes. You don't have rules, buyer rules. You don't require any, you know, a copy of the license or a pre approval letter or, you know, a, an in person buyer consult at your office. Now, like, this is why I'm against
0: the freebie. I know. Because it only, that, the, If it's someone that is actually trying to hurt you or kidnap you, it is only one meeting, typically, usually. Um, In that article, it said 46%
1: of offices do not have a safety procedure. So I would like to put that back onto the brokers. I do feel like... You know i get it we're an independent contractor you're basically an entrepreneur running your own business and that's the draw of being in real estate right mm-hmm. but your broker i feel like should have a responsibility to keep you alive as best they can right so hey welcome to xyz real estate this is our safety video this is what we do at the office you can always have your new buyers come here and we will scan and and copy their license mm-hmm. and we will you know, do whatever our procedure is and Mm -hmm. facilitate this for you. And they don't give you the script that says, my broker requires me to have you meet me the first time at my office for safety. Sure. We will take a picture of your driver's license and your license plate, and then we can go do showings. Perfect. Very professional too.
0: Here's I feel like it just looks very like, this is the process. This is the way...
1: if you say it with confidence and you be- and you believe it to be a non-negotiable, they will too yes. they'll just be like, okay well, that's what we do mm-hmm. I mean like no if I rent a car I have to give you my license and my insurance and it's just not you're we're gonna go out <laughs> my my last office they did not have any of that. I mean, I think that my broker was, You know, she told us about safety. It wasn't that she was hiding that. But to have an actual procedure. procedure, Right. That I would just lean on and be like, I didn't have to create the procedure. I just had to implement what they are already doing. Right. Right. That's just Mm -hmm. easier. Well, there was one story, again, not funny, um, of an agent in our office who met a client at the office. Okay, Great client leaves his car at office and gets in her car to go on these showings. While they're gone, I don't know what happened if someone just walked by the car in the parking lot or something triggered the incident, but basically the guy had like a weapon in his car and plain view, some other like very frightening and concerning things going on in his car to where they were like trying to get her to come back and get him out of the car. Mm. Like it was just, and, and I think either he was a walk-in or so it was not someone she knew right it was and they and everyone was worried you know that she would be harmed in some way yeah so yeah even when they come to the office you don't know what's gonna happen right but that least people saw and right now are aware right because of that that's it did its job now i don't put people in my car no never no never Never. and i don't care what someone says to me it is uh, do you want to ride together No, no that's okay I, you follow, Also, back in the day when gas was... I don't even know if you were an agent at this point. When gas was expensive, yeah. and I didn't want people wasting my time, the point of them... One of the points of them having to follow me is if if you don't want to pay for the gas to drive all over creation to a bunch of houses you don't really love, mm-hmm. I don't either. Like, right? We're right. not going to spend my gas going to places that maybe you don't love. But mm-hmm. if you have to commit to it suddenly, it's like, well, maybe. I, but for safety's sake... And for liability, if you're yeah. in an accident, all that stuff. Some people habitually put clients in their car. I mm-hmm. have done it one or two times with an out-of-state client, you know, a single lady with a kid. Like, you know, not yeah. it's very rare. I haven't done it in years. And I didn't do it as a common practice. Yeah. It's just it's strange to me. So 2021, people still put people in their car. That's interesting. this past weekend, an agent made an appointment for my listing and then canceled it, like, a few hours later, and I said, hey, you know, did something happen, blah, blah, blah. And she sent me a message that said, listen, the buyer is cash buyer, good buyer. They're still going to see the property, but they um, don't have access to transportation right now. And they wanted to get in my car, and I will not allow it. Good for her, though. Like, And she stood her guns, and the buyer went with another agent. I'm a cash buyer, but I don't have a car. Yeah, that sounds a little suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> right, and yeah. maybe and maybe just her intuition said no, yeah. no, no. Right, but non- she basically well, well, wait. Yeah, she so said, "I'm sorry." There. I said, "Don't be sorry. Keep keep yeah. to your safety procedure." Right, if that's the rule, that's the rule. The house will sell, and
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not, it's not worth your safety. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, well, what else? the National Association of Realtors said last year, 23 percent of realtors experienced an unsafe personal situation at work.
1: Do you wonder how many? 23%. That's a lot, but I bet it's higher and they didn't realize they were in a dangerous situation. For sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's obvious when it's obvious, but you don't know how close you were. Right. You know? And then
0: 31% um, felt unsafe at an open house because of something.
1: All right, let's dive into open house then. Okay. Open house is a very exposed position for you, right? You cannot control who comes. Mm -hmm. It's publicly advertised. You're hopefully not alone. So what are some good safety procedures? Now, Carl in episode seven does talk us through some really good open house procedures. So I'm not gonna reiterate all of that. But some of the things that I would say is if you can bring someone with you, um, a newer agent, all those new agents that wanna shadow somebody, or like want to learn? I promise they're out there. Mm-hmm. Take one with you to the open house so that you're not alone. Um, you know, be aware of the exits. Never end up in a room that you can't get out of. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of things you can do. What do you do? And you do a lot of open house. Mm-hmm. I haven't really since COVID. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of rusty. Right. Okay. Pre-COVID, <laughs> what was your safety? Did you have safety
0: protocol? Um, I mean, but of course, just like letting everyone know where I am. I know not to go into a room first, always stay between the person and the door. Um, And I think about open house, too. I felt like if someone was coming to kidnap me there, it's open to the public. So at any moment, somebody else else could come come in.
1: I think the scariest part is the end of the open house. Yes,
0: yes. I think that is the most vulnerable position. In a vacant house.
1: Yes. In a furnished house, I mean, like an occupied house, let's assume the seller is coming coming back, back, right? But in a vacant house, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think asking them
0: to sign in, keeping the conversation going, Mm -hmm. asking the right questions to get a feel for the person, giving them their space while they walk through the home. Yeah. um,
1: You know. So I have a safety talk with my sellers at the pre-listing appointment, typically, or Mm -hmm. the listing appointment. Yeah. When they ask me questions about what I'm going to do for them, Mm -hmm. if they bring up open house, and it it maybe sometimes depends on where their house is, the situation, is it vacant? is it? When they ask if I do open house, I say, look, I don't as a practice typically do open house because it is a safety concern. It is an uncontrolled environment where strangers are coming into your home. Now, if Mm -hmm. you're living there, I also can't be held responsible for theft or you know what if they unlock a window while they're coming back later or like you know bad people have a plan usually so they come with two people and maybe you're talking to one and the other one's doing something sketchy Mm -hmm. you know in another room. So I I always tell them and sometimes I'm just like hey do you really want something bad to happen to me in your home? Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, I don't I'm like your house is not typically going to sell at an open house. Mm -hmm. Anyone that's qualified as a buyer can find it on the internet. They can find an agent or I'm happy to vet them and show them, but they don't need to come to an open house for you to sell your house. Right. Um, But I do give safety befores and afters we actually are hustle humbly yeah i was gonna say our house. templates has mm-hmm. a checklist
0: of things to that they, they for, for the, the sellers, sellers to do yeah, yeah you need
1: to do before remove your prescription meds and mm-hmm. your jewelry and your small electronics and your weapons mm-hmm. like anything that you that could be stolen you should probably pick up and take with you during the open house but the after is just as important mm-hmm. go check all your doors and windows mm-hmm. make sure that there isn't something left unsecure Um, I had
0: an open house one time at a house that was about $650,000. Okay. And this young, literally a boy and a girl came through. They were probably 17 or 18. Okay. And they were kind of dressed up. I don't think they realized how ridiculous they looked. Okay. (laughs) Uh But they come in and they're like, oh, well, we're moving here for this construction company I own. And we're also looking in this subdivision down the way, which was like a multi-million dollar subdivision. And and I just wanted to say, I know you're lying. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I I'm no dummy. I know that you're lying. Um, but then but I was also I was kind of like, amused by it but then I was also like I mean there are two of them right and there is just one of me right and nobody else is here right now right and they just kept telling me this story and I immediately knew this is not right they are not good people something yeah. is wrong I chose not to follow them through the home so right. I don't know exactly like what, what they, they were to do they yeah. didn't do stay long enough in any particular room to make me nervous. Was it an occupied home? It was an occupied home. Okay. And I had told my sellers about the checklist and securing all of your medicines yeah. and everything. So I don't know if they were like opening and closing cabinets and bathrooms, yeah. checking for things. But it just got weirder and weirder. And uh-uh. they left and I got their license plate. Uh huh. And um, we also have a he had given me a name. I want to say it was, might've even been his real, no, it wasn't his real name. They did sign in with like this fake alias and whatnot. Okay. So I got their license plate and did some stalking Okay. and found his real name and found his Facebook page. And like, he is not from where he said he's from here. You know, he said he was from New York and all this stuff. And but um, he had been arrested several times for drugs. Uh. And so I just was like, well, there you go. And so then I went to our... I emailed our board mm-hmm. to say, hey, I had an open house. This, this is co- what happened. This is what happened. If you want to just let people know to be on the lookout for this couple. Right. And I posted in Realtors Roundtable, our Facebook group, our local group. And I even had a few people say they came to my open house They too. had seen and, them. Yeah. Yes. And so it... I don't know what they were, if they were just trying to feel cool, like they were kind of getting a high from walking through million dollar homes, pretending to be someone else or if they were actually looking for looking something. Looking to get a high? I don't know. They were looking
1: to get high.
0: Yeah. Not get a, get right. a high. I don't know what their plan was,
1: but, it you know, things like but that. But you also don't know. I mean, uh, there is there have been people in our market arrested at open at open houses stealing medication and they were like you know, middle-aged mom with kids. Right, right. Like, you just, honestly, you, have you no never no So mm-hmm. you just got to tell your sellers to be prepared. And I think once you start telling them that, they become more aware that the open house just isn't worth the risk sometimes. Not in today's. Yeah. It just, and, it's just yeah, not. Right. And look, we're that's coming from, People who have done open houses and you very successfully have done them, we're not saying never do an open house, but you have to do it very mindfully. You have to do it very mindfully.
0: And I do think like if it's a seller's market and things are flying off the shelf, if you don't, like an open house, I feel like should almost be a last resort. Like we're not getting feedback. We're not getting traffic. I'm going to try an open house for you to just see if we can get some feedback before we reduce the price. I think that's fair. Hello, friends. We are so excited that so many of you are using the template course and the reviews are just pouring in, letting us
1: know that it has helped your business as much as it has helped our business. Yes. Listen to this review. Thank you so much for providing this wealth of information, knowledge and template form. So far, I've used a handful and received positive feedback like this is so professional or I really appreciate how organized you are. I mean, can you imagine? your clients are actually going to say that yes all right here's another one Thank you so much for this. I can't tell you how many times I've started this and how many notebooks of samples and notes I had. <laughs> I have ADHD and it is super hard to stay focused on getting it done. Having it all in one place is going to make it so nice. That is what we're
0: here for. No, you know, just
1: look, you don't need to reinvent the
0: wheel. Just yeah. use these. Yeah, nice and simple, easy, ready to go, ready for you to put your own logo on, make it sound like you. So head over to hustlehumblypodcast.com slash course slash course and check it out. That's right. And you're going to enjoy them. You're going to love them. It's going to change your life. Literally fired (laughs) my assistant. They are the best.
1: Enjoy the template. Yes. Enjoy. Okay, well, I have another open house story before we move on. Okay, So this is very recent. So within the last year, I had an agent in my office do an open house for one of my listings. I knew it was in a great neighborhood. It was during the parade of homes. So it would catch a lot of traffic that, you know, people who were going to tour these new construction homes would maybe also pop into this open house for a resale. Okay, Okay. Agent goes, it is a very popular full open house, lots of people in and out. But towards the end of the open house, and it was in a higher end neighborhood, someone, you know, came to the open house in a suspicious looking vehicle and, you know, kind of said some strange things while they were inside. And the crazy thing was, it was really towards the end of the open house, the sellers had returned home. Mm. And so the sellers entered the house specifically because they felt uncomfortable. They watched the, the, the man go in and knew that the agent was there and they didn't like, the vibe and mm-hmm. felt worried about her and so they entered the home and experienced kind of the weird person and then they the person left and the sellers after that told me no more open houses no more mm-hmm. no more i don't want that we person. don't want I, we, don't we don't want, want people want. in and our they house they were yeah. like we didn't even think it all the way you know, like they had never thought they didn't think it all the way through like yeah that sounds great there'll be all these i'm like yeah no you just really can't control, right? And thank God it was, they came home and were, who knows? Mm-hmm. Something bad could have happened, but they they came home. And anyway, it just, and it's, it's scary. It's it is scary. scary. Well, last year, 5%
0: of realtors were actually a victim of a crime while working. Whoa. I feel like that is kind of a it's high, a high number. number. I mean, I have a hundred people in my office.
1: Well, right. So five of them last could, year could have been there's part of a crime. One point five million realtors. Yeah, five percent is seventy five thousand people. Wow. Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot. That's it a is lot. a lot. It's a lot, and we just want to try and prevent that from happening. So not only
0: you know open houses because you. Are there and they know where you are and how long you're going to be there for and if the house is occupied or not. Mm -hmm. But also, this is, I think, with phone calls, sign calls, phone duty. Yes. This is why we are anti Pop Tart agents. Yeah. And this is why we are always encouraging you to ask those questions. Keep them on the Mm -hmm. phone as long as you can, Mm -hmm. even before you invite them to your office. Ask them the questions about. You know, have you talked to anyone about your budget? Are you working with an agent? Where do you live now? How long have you lived there? Are you renting? Where do you work? Oh, that's great. Is that why you like this area? Just casually Uh keep the conversation going. Because the more you know and the more that you can get them going, you know, the better it would be. Right. You also need
1: to be able to research them pre... Yes. Besides just their pre-approval letter. I mean, God forbid they sent you some kind of, you know, faked document. You need to be able to go to LinkedIn and Facebook and Google and search these people mm-hmm. and use the forewarn or whatever yes. you're going to do and, and and search these people before you meet them if you do not know them.
0: A lot of boards are starting to pay for forewarn for their agents. Yeah. So if y'all don't know what forewarn is, I have it. It is amazing. Yeah. Um, but you just put in the phone number and it tells you criminal history. It tells you... Um, if they've ever declared like bankruptcy or anything like that. So get, it gets you all the information you, would you really would need. And then you could even screenshot that and send it to your accountability group and say, hey, I'm meeting this person at this
1: house. Yeah, So this is where I'm going to be. Yeah, I think letting people know where you are is huge. Also, when we're on the phone, even texting issues scams people mm-hmm. trying to get you to send them a gift card oh it's, my god i feel like they really target agents yes um i would like to see your listing on the facebook i get that one a lot the facebook post for this listing i'm like i don't have any listing on facebook right, right now so, right <laughs> no um, but i don't even respond but i've also gotten some inappropriate photos yes to my yes. text and mm-hmm. i'm just like what in the, the world <laughs> I mean, it is. I know, because your number is out there. Mm -hmm. It's just out there. Any strange, you know, any criminal, not nice person, they can all, um, they can all find you. Mm -hmm. Okay, (laughs) we had a local guy who, as far as we know to date, is harmless as far as as far, as harming you. But he would pop up every few months, the preacher. The preacher. The preacher. Yes. In the Facebook group, there'd everyone would be like, preacher so-and-so's back again. Yep. And he would target super high-end luxury listings, mm-hmm. kind of push the issue. I feel like he would even provide like a fake proof of funds, yep. get to the showing, maybe even write offers, never be able to provide a deposit, uh, just really strange strange behavior and it would every 6 months or so he'd do it with a few agents and like target their listing and then he'd vanish again and so he was like just looking at houses and
0: like taking but, up time taking up time but never really could figure out what the end we, goal we no, no one could figure out the end goal and i think it's just important like mental health is something to really think about yeah and and some people that's just their
1: Thing like they just wanna yeah he just wanted to just go look string at the people house. along and well, look at houses and pretend like he's buying. Oh, when I had when I had the luxury the biggest listing I had so it was a two million dollar listing. I feel like I don't know if it was preacher but it could have been very similar. And I had to be there for all showings and a lot of times people would contact me directly, but mostly they came with their agent. Uh, and sometimes they come with their agent, just like you said the other day, and they've never even met, met before. Agent, They're just yeah. like, I'm here at this billion dollar listing and I'm so excited to show it to Preacher XYZ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just did some really strange. I do. I think sometimes people are lonely. Yeah. They're yeah. just like, they don't have anything better to do with their time. It's like, oh, let's see if we can get into this million dollar house or maybe let's case it for a later crime mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Like, it, there's just a lot of things that can go wrong mm-hmm. out there real estate world there is
0: have you ever been actually scammed
1: um by like someone looking at my listing or like a client that yeah, led you like to a what. real scammer um i look i don't know for sure if this was a scam or not and quite honestly i don't know if my seller will still pursue legal action but it's been several years since this happened we received an offer cash um deposit check bounced Mm-hmm. did an inspection, did, like, ask for repairs, scheduled a closing, like, the whole thing. And then the, they just never could find the money. Just never could find the money. And they and then they would have, like, some other document or something that would, you know, string us along a little longer. And it was, like, a year-long process where the house was under contract with this person who kept saying, I'm going to buy it. And maybe he, he had intentions of buying it, but... It was very eye opening for me to just be like, and it was a, a long term listing that mm-hmm. didn't ha- I mean, it was high end, didn't have any other offers, right? You're so just, just like, just try, to, we'll just try. try. It, yeah. um, but no, if something doesn't feel right, it's not right. I know.
0: When I was in year two or three, this couple, um, I don't remember how I exactly. I might have. It might have been an open house. I didn't. It wasn't a referral or anything, right? But they seemed so nice and they really liked me and you know she kept telling me she owns a consulting business and they need to buy a house and they wanted to look but I would ha- they wanted me to sign all these non-disclosure things <laughs> and I'm like okay first of all y'all that that's got to be a red flag unless it's like you know l- JLo yeah I was yeah exactly <laughs> like- unless it's like someone you know for sure is a celebrity I think what caught me off guard about this couple is that they had like a 10-year-old boy with them every time I met them. Okay. To this day, I think about this boy and where he is and if he's okay and what he's turning out to be because his parents or the people he was with were clearly scammers. Right. And I don't know what their end game was. Right. Because they weren't trying to hurt me or kidnap me that you knew of. Right? But they didn't like I don't know. They actually made an offer on a house, sent me a proof of funds. Okay. Okay. Cash? I was new. Listen. <laughs> it was she told me that it was a business line of credit. Cash situation. So it was basically cash. And she sent me a pre approval letter that looked legit. I didn't know. Right. You know, here's the thing, y'all just because you have a letter, call the number on the letter. Right. I got the letter. Mm -hmm. I didn't call and verify anything. I just wrote the offer. I told her I would write the offer as soon as she gave me proof that she could pay cash or whatever the case may be. So I wrote the offer, it got accepted, we have not we had an inspection oh, and
1: then you feel terrible. Yeah,
0: and then but here's what I don't understand. Did they not think we were going to start like at some there's right. a close date. So what are you trying to do? Right. You can't just not close. And um I started realizing this something's not right. They started telling me these weird stories and I started getting the heebie-jeebies. And so oh. I called the number on the pre-approval letter. And it was. It's not a real thing. Like it wasn't a real company. <gasps> it wasn't a real person. Um, oh, no. I, and then I started realizing I am getting scammed and I don't, they're not getting money from this and they're not kidnapping me. So I don't understand what they're doing. How did it come to closure? What did you say? They disappeared. They stopped. They stopped responding to everybody. And then the listing agent who I thought was going to hate me was actually very gracious and empathetic and was like, I can't believe this happened to, right. to you. I'm Thank so goodness. sorry. I I do feel like you did what you could, you know, and I and the only thing I would have changed would have been vetting the pre-approval In letter the beginning. early. So yeah. and I do this like if I have a buyer that comes to me already pre-approved, I always reach out and introduce yeah. myself to the lender. Yeah just to say, hey, hey, we have a mutual client. right? Don't be referring them to any other agent. I'm the agent, I'm here. Yeah, it's me. Like, we're, we're all gonna right. work together Let's now. Um, so I would highly recommend doing that if you get a pre-approval letter. And, and it's, it's, it's fine because agents are like, oh no, we can't talk to the lenders, that's privacy. I'm like, no, it's not. All you have to do is say, Hey, we have a mutual client. I have the pre approval letter. I just wanted to make sure that everything looks good. Yeah. I'm not asking you what their credit score is. No. I'm not asking you for their personal information. Right. I want to hear from you that everything looks yeah, good. Just, and now you know who I am. Yeah. The end. The end. So we really need to be doing a better job as agents, even if it's a referral from someone else. Yeah. Following up on those pre-approval letters. Here's
1: the script. My broker requires I Mm -hmm. vet Mm -hmm. all buyers prior to showings. Yes. The end. And anybody that has a problem with that, there's a problem. There's a problem. Yes. They only have a problem because there is a problem. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you ready for the story, one of the craziest stories I've ever read? This was also posted. I'm going to read it to y'all. It was posted in our... Like, look, this happened recently. Mm, within the last... Like, it's been a couple of years. Oh. Okay, so no. I mean, not recent. Three years ago, maybe. It was posted in our Realtor Roundtable. Okay. So it's happened since Facebook. Okay. <laughs> it's on Facebook. And it basically said, the post said this, all caps, listing appointment request caution. Mm. I received a duty call requesting a listing appointment. The caller originally requested that I meet him right then and there. Red flag number Red flag. one. Pop-tart. I scheduled an appointment for the following day. Upon arrival, he seemed taken off guard that I did not show up alone. Hmm. He said that he was driving in from blank area to meet me. I'm going to just take out the, the discerning yeah, yeah, yeah. St- stuff. Uh, however, there was no car in the driveway. So he said he was driving in, but there's no car. Okay. It was a single wide trailer located at blank. So she's trying to give us a heads up, right? Like she's telling us where it is um, on half an acre. The trailer was vacant with, this is where it gets real creepy. Oh my gosh. Trailer was vacant with only a mattress on the floor of one bedroom with a rope and a twisted towel on it. Oh my gosh. Water in the bathtub Brand new shower curtain liner not yet opened on the back of the toilet. Oh my gosh. She went in and saw that? She did the listing tour. I'm doing my air quotes. At least she wasn't with the person who came. Like, another agent went with her. Two agents went in. Like, oh, are you about to eat me? Like, what's hot? You're going to kill me? And. I'm like, sorry. Ha- the house has nothing in it but a mattress, Bye. a rope, a twisted towel, water in the tub, and a shower curtain liner that's not yet open. He was like ready to go. That like, is all
0: planned out. N- like next level disturbing. Oh my gosh. Okay. What? Ha- keep
1: going. That's it. We don't know what happened. Did she call left. the police? Oh, no, I mean, they left. Well, wait. They left. I believe the follow-up comments. I don't have them all in this mm-hmm. document, but. They they left. Yes. They did contact authorities, I believe. They also contacted the board to try and make mm-hmm. sure that they made people aware. But I want to tell you, never once after that Facebook post did I receive an email from our board of realtors saying, this is going on. Right. And this is where I think that they maybe could do a better job because they have access to all of us, right? Right, right. All our emails. When I had a very scary thing happen to me, and I'll tell you all the story as well. Um at the end of it, the the relation to this here, I let the board know, and never once did they alert.
0: They mm. did not send
1: a mass email. Okay, and I'm like, I know that I was in danger. Right, just like right. these people are pretty well aware that they were in danger.
0: And I also think that if every like, they may say, well, we can't send an email out every time someone
1: gets. Yes, but you but yes, should. You, should you send me an alert every time a realtor passes away. You get right, send right. me an alert, and every think time I think if I got danger. an
0: email every time that an agent was in a scary situation, it would make me go. When you open Lee, your eyes to that, yes.
1: oh, this is happening in my market. It's very common. I need to be vigilant. It is not okay that that stuff just kind of well, gets add brushed it to the board on, of directors. List. Oh, I'll just um, will you know, if maybe if the cops come or if one of you actually gets you know murdered, then yeah. we'll let
0: everybody know. Well, maybe we need to have a better, like, safety thing put in place Or there should just
1: be a, right, I think the problem is that some of us, and I've been definitely guilty of this, even when Carl told us his mom's story. I mean, I remember when that was on the news, and I remember having to kind of at some point turn like a deaf ear because then you start to get freaked out. Like you can't do your job. Right. Right. right, Like You're too scared to do your job. Sure. So look, I get it. Some of us are going to try to ignore this so Mm -hmm. that we can get through life without high anxiety and the inability to do what we have to do. Yeah. But at the same time, if the board sent in an email that said, Hey, this has happened in your market, be be mindful. Be mindful. Yeah. That's different. That's different than reading every scary story about a realtor in another market and freaking yourself out. If if it has happened around the corner from you, you need to know your board should feel obligated to yeah. tell you if it's been reported to them.
0: Well, I will bring it up at the meeting.
1: Great. Thank you. That will make me happy. Sure
0: thing. Um, I had an incident one time where I had a Family that was in town that was buying a condo for their daughter who was going to go to LSU. Okay. And there was a cute little townhome that met the criteria, but maybe the area wasn't the best. Okay. And I was showing it to them. Well, it was one of those situations where you pull up into the carport Mm -hmm. and then there's a back door right Uh, there. Mm -hmm. Well, it was raining. And we get to the back door, and the lockbox is on the front door. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't park at the front door because the front door is in like a courtyard. Right. So I said, Y'all stay here. I had my rain jacket. It's raining. I'm going to walk around Mm -hmm. the house and go to the front door, and I'll come through and let you in. So I get to the front door, and there's a lockbox, and I'm by myself, and I'm trying to get the lockbox open, and I get it open, and I get inside. And it's vacant, mm-hmm. and I am walking to the back door mm-hmm. to let my clients in. And there's a knock at the front door that I just came through. So I'm like, did, but then I, it's a glass patio door on the back door. So I see my clients. So I, I let them in, and then we go back to the front door, and there's this guy standing there and does not look right. And looks like he's about to walk in when I open the door. And then he sees them them, and runs away. Yeah. Yes. So he saw me enter this home, mm-hmm. hopes I'm alone, mm-hmm. hopes I'm going to open the door, mm-hmm. hopes he can come in. Mm-hmm. The end. The end. Bye, Alyssa. Yep. Um, I actually did call the police. Oh, uh-huh. on that one and they ac- they did come and did they find him no, no and they were trying to see if there was it a- no not really they were trying to see if there was any to be honest they fe- they seemed annoyed that they were there the police um they uh it was uh it was definitely startling like yeah if you were my clients and i both felt like it was reasonable to at least report it right I told them I just wanted it reported and made known and yeah. on record in case. And right. I described the man right. in case something happened. They they did opt to send people out. The people that they sent out did not seem happy to be there. But it is what it is. And at least now they have the information. Right. They were just going to see if there was anybody had cameras. You know. Did you share that with
1: the board? Um, I feel like I would have. It okay. was a few, it was a long time so, ago. I don't but, I don't recall getting that email either. Right. Right. right just right. saying. Um, okay, is that the scariest thing that's happened to you? That's the first time
0: that made me go, wow, that could have just happened. Yeah. Um The only other story that I really have written down is that when it was like my year, all of these are year like one and two. Always. Isn't that funny? Because I just. We have a lot of new agents that listen. We want them all to live to see year three. And I also don't think I was made aware. Nobody told you, just do this. Yes. Just do these things. Right. That's why I wanted to help people.
1: I know. Like, know know these
0: things. So I was on phone duty and I get a call. I want to see this house right now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yay. I'll be right there. (laughs) Be right there. Um, I want to say I asked, like, do you have an agent? I don't think I asked anything about financing. Um, You're like, whatever. I'll be there. And I, as I'm getting closer to the house, I'm like, oh, man. You're like, this oh, is scary. Man. <laughs> and uh, there's like a sketchy car in the driveway. And this guy gets out and my heart just drops. And I'm like. What did you do? I sh- opened the house and he was like. Talking to me. And then he said something like, do you know so-and-so? And it was a realtor that I did know. And I was like, I do. And it kind of made me um, feel better, you know? Okay. And, um, but then we, I walked into an empty bedroom. First? And, yep. Oh, no. And the door shut behind me. <gasps> and my, I just was like, oh, my God, this is where it happens. This is where it happens. <laughs> my short-lived career. I turned around and I don't know where it came from because I'm going to tell y'all I am a weenie, but I just had this like voice come out of me and I screamed at him and I said, open the door. And what did he do? (laughs) It startled me that I did that. I'm like, did that come from me? It startled hit the heck out of him. He literally looked like, like what stunned. Um, but, and he opened the door and I left. You were like, I, no I didn't words, lock did up? you? You you just like you I didn't even lock up. I left him there, I left, I called the listing agent, I told him what happened, I did not go back. I said, I left the house unlocked, I'm sorry. The key is here, I won't, I'm, I'm returning. not going back, I'm not going back. Um, I don't know if anything I but he should have known even if he wasn't intending to harm me. I hope he knows now you never shut a door.
1: What, but was you know what I mean? Like right. what were what was what the, would the plan? What was the plan? I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's very scary. It was very scary. All right. Do you want to hear mine? Yes. It's kind of long, but it feels like it needs to be told. Okay. When I was nine months pregnant with Ainsley. Okay. So this would be the very end of 2009. Okay. I was still working online leads predominantly. Mm -hmm. Um, Zillow was around by then, but I was still like doing market leader or whatever. Okay. So I get this online lead. I have now at this point, sold many of these with success. Mm-hmm. Nice people who I'm friends with now. Like it's not that I think everyone online is going to be safe and fine. But sure, it, it, you know, so far, no one had tried to kill me. Great. <laughs> great. So two thousand and nine, i I get this lady calls me from the online lead. She's been getting listings from me. She calls me. She says, Um, I'm interested in this particular house in Denham Springs. I look it up, it is like a vacant listing, let's call it 200,000. Normal price for that area, maybe slightly below 200,000. Neighborhood, normal, I see the location, I'm not concerned about going there, I've worked in this area before, whatever. She says, my husband is a truck driver, so we have to work with his schedule and, um, you know, we'd like to meet you tomorrow at 2 p.m., whatever. I couldn't even tell you if I had a pre-approval letter or not. It's been so long, but whatever. I, I said, sure, I will meet you there. The house is vacant. It's the only one they want to see. <clears throat> I arrived there for the 2 p.m. showing. Let's call it, oddly for me, I was early. Mm-hmm. Let's call it like 1.45. You. One, I know I was early. 1.50. Maybe it's 150. 1.50. I'm in the driveway. This is the one I learned my lesson about driveways. Never, ever, 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 ever park in the driveway. Right. You have to be You can be always to, be blocked out. You have to be able to get out. If you get there early enough, I you can back into a driveway where you're at the end, like you're sticking, like no one can park behind you, basically. Mm-hmm. But you basically, after this day, I was very mindful of where I was on the road and how I would get away. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm in the driveway, like a good little. Pop tart agent, I guess. Waiting for my people and a car pulls in behind me. Oh, great, must be them. I've never met them in person, but I've talked to them on the phone. Well, a man gets out. <laughs> Only one person. No lady to be heard from. She's the one who made the appointment. She's the one I talked to. A man gets out. I'm going to try and get this as short as I can. Um, he's kind of um high strong and like, you know, he's not a large guy, but middle age whatever. He's just like all worked up. And he gets out and he says, hey, um, can you show me this house? Because I had this agent who was supposed to write me an offer. I want to write an offer on this house and my agent won't return my calls. And I'm like, just look at him. I'm like, oh God, I'm ha- here with my giant pregnant belly. Mm-hmm. It's not like I can run. Right. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so I just start asking him questions. I don't know what to do. So, so he's not your buyer. No. I said, well, are, I said, are you so-and-so? And he, because I had the name, right? Sure. Which I think was like, mr and mrs washington let's say okay. it was like i don't what you know really a very generic name sure and i'm like are you mr blah blah, blah? and he's like no i'm so and so and he gave me a name and at this point i have my out around stuff i'm like starting to write notes yes, he's yes, saying yes. a lot of stuff and i'm like writing it down yes he says i'm so and so and he says my agent will not return my calls i said oh, okay well who's your agent Mm-hmm. Write that down. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says I was working with this lender, and he uh, write that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I want to get in. Can you let me look at the house right now because I'm trying to write this offer, and I've already, It's I feel like he said he'd already seen it. And I'm like uh, automatically something was off, off, off. Yes. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. One, if you want to write an offer and you've already seen it, why isn't your agent returning your call? Why are you here all? agitated. Like he's very agitated. And I'm like, okay. And I, and he said, can you let me in? And I just said, no, not right now. I'm waiting for a buyer to show up for you. And it was a vacant house. I'm like, I can't go in with you now. I have, I have to wait for my buyer. I said, um, why don't you give me your number? Because I'm like, how do I get rid of him? I'm yeah. like, why don't you give me your number and I'll call you when they're done. And because he's saying, I'm staying at a friend's house around the corner in the neighborhood. And I oh, said, okay. why don't you just um, give me your number and go on back to your friends and I'll call you when when we're about to be done and maybe you, and you can come. Because he wasn't taking no for an answer. Right. So I'm like, then you can come back and I'll show you. And it, it, apparently that was enough for him to, Ooh. he did ask for my business card. Okay. One shot am all right, here you go. Right, sure. And then he left. And then I got in my car so fast to park it on the road. Now here, most people would be like, <laughs> I'm just gonna go. Yeah. Look, he was over the top, but I guess I didn't feel like well, I was Well, he left. He left, right? right. So, so and your I, clients are coming. So I'm like, look, I don't know those guys coming back, but I'm gonna park on the road. Good so idea. I'm, so I moved that the was car smart. to the road and I'm like, meanwhile, I'm gonna call this agent. I'm still like, Okay, now my clients are a little bit late. Okay. So I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, that's this, weird. It's a little bit late, but I managed to get rid of him and tell him that they were on the way. So I start calling this agent. No yeah. one is answering. You know, um, we're going to break in for a second because you, you hear it's raining. Do you the, remember when Carl yes, told the story? It, it rained stormy. so hard. I was just this is thinking exactly that. The it's, same. Like the it's like the
0: ambiance. Like it's s- dark and stormy outside and we're telling scary stories. Yeah, it's,
1: it's very much like that. Okay, carrying on. Okay. So I'm on the road. I start calling the agent. She doesn't answer immediately. Um, Like, I leave a message or something, and then I try to reach my client, no response. The time is wearing on a little bit, and I see the guy. (gasps) He parks in the—so it's been five minutes. Let's just say it's five or ten minutes. He does leave for a bit. He comes back and I see him pull his car into the neighboring driveway and then get out of the car and walk across the street from where I am and start like, look, that house was also for sale for the record. Okay, So I had a sign in the yard, the The house directly across the street is for sale. I see him like looking in the windows and like walking on the yard and I'm like, something Mm-mm. is just not right. I'm like, Mm-mm. something is just not right. And so then he calls me on the phone. He's like, Hey, are you ready for me to come see the house? You know, I'm around the corner blah, and I can see him. Like I can see, he doesn't see that I see him, but I can see him. Cause like he's parked behind my car and he's across the street, but I see I him. see you dude. And, he, and I'm like, Oh no, they're on the way. I just say they're on the way. They're on the way. Um, I will let you know. I will let you know. Hang up. Now the agent calls me back. Oh, Thank God. Oh, my God. I would have left. I think at this point, I was about to leave anyway. Yeah, you weren't going to. But
0: I. You're so smart, though. I I, And brave. Because most people are like, I didn't know what to do, so I just showed them.
1: I was like, no way am I going inside with this agitated guy. Yeah. Even if he wants to write an offer, y'all, the man said to me, will you write the offer for me? Nope. No, I sure will not. My life is more important than this house. So the agent calls. I answered the phone. Have I never told you this story? It's has been you so look long. Ribbited. I can't remember okay. what happens. Oh, I'm going to tell you. I've heard it. I just. I answered the phone. Agent said, I said, hey, I'm at blah, blah, blah house. Uh-huh. And I said, this guy named such and such said that you were his agent and that you showed him a house. And she was like, you need to get out of there. <gasps> and I just. I'm in the car, so I just start driving while she's talking. So I just drive away. Okay. Because I, I hadn't... My people never showed up. You need to get out of you there. You need to get out of there. And I'm like, okay. She said, um, I showed it to him yesterday, let's say. The same thing happened to her. She went to the house to show Mr. and Mrs. XYZ. Same name? I don't think it was. But nobody showed up. Okay. He showed up. Okay. He, She said, I'm waiting for my clients. But where she went wrong is she said, okay, I'll take you inside. Oh, no. And he said, can you show me? I'd like to see this house. And she's like, sure. And they go in. (laughs) Well, I guess maybe her spidey sense her intuition, something. She, air quotes, accidentally set off the alarm when she was putting in the alarm thing. Mm -hmm. She didn't. Honestly, she said it like that. She said, I accidentally set off the alarm. But I think. Anyway, you're she's, nervous and you, she set yeah. off the alarm while they're trying to get into this house with this strange man. She set off the alarm and he looked at her and he went, the police are coming <gasps> and ran out and drove away. Oh my God. But he, had, he had gotten her card or something before he left. He started to call her every 15 minutes. It had been a day or two for like. 24 to 48 hours so much so that even though the situation happened and she was concerned it, he was then harassing her and she had contacted the police she basically tells me there there's an open file with this detective you can call and tell them what just happened he was tar- y'all he was targeting this specific house Maybe because he did live around the corner, I don't know. But he was targeting this house. Mm-hmm. So the same thing happened. She says, I have this detective. You can call. He's still calling me now. I I don't know how to get him to stop. You know, he's harassing me. He had gone into his lender's office, so the name of the lender and the and had yelled at the lender. Oh like gosh. had basically gone in and confronted the lender in the lender's office. Like he was mentally unwell, potentially a criminal, definitely looking to do something very bad. Mm-hmm. She had scared him off with the alarm. I never went in the house. Um, and I called the detective and gave my story. And then I sent it to the board. Never was a mm-hmm. email distributed to. I don't think I was really mm-hmm. on Facebook at that time. So the Realtor Roundtable didn't exist. Yeah. Um, but I, then he started to call me. Mm-mm. So I, I mean, this is his pattern. Then, he, So then he started to call me every 15 minutes and I knew what she had told me. So I so I answered the third or whatever call and I was like, he was like, what about did the buyers leave? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I had to go to my next appointment, not able to help you. He's like, well, I'd like to schedule to go back. When can we go? And I'm like, I said, I'm sorry, I'm not taking new clients. He said, but you were meeting those clients. And I said, oh, I understand, but I was already working with them. And as you saw, I'm about to have a baby. So I can't can't take any new clients right now. I'm very sorry. Goodbye. And I guess that was enough to get him off of me. Yeah. And he never called again. Wow. But obviously,
0: some lady is calling to set
1: up an appointment. She was in on it. Yes. Someone was in on it. There was at least a lady involved. Right, whether they were going to steal my purse or murder me or what—I don't know what was going to happen. Like Katie, think about
0: how many stories we've told today that are just from us. Mm-hmm.
1: Like this could
0: happen to anyone. It it could happen to you listening right now, and no matter what, how important you think the sale is, you really need to think about your family. Are you conducting business in a professional right. manner? Right, Do you have business practices in place? Talk to your office about setting up some sort of, even if you just wanna say, hey, let's set up a thing in our office where if you are going somewhere you're not sure about, you call and the secretary writes it down and right. says, if I don't hear right. from you by this time, we're gonna call your phone and you have
1: to answer. Well, let me tell Something. you. Something. I had that happen to me on my biggest listing ever. Also an online lead, remember? I went to the listing appointment. Well, the house is huge. The listing appointment took like three hours. Well, my husband knew where I was and the realtor in my office, Summer, knew where I was. They had both already like basically come to the house and driven by because you know me, I don't look at my phone while I'm in an appointment because I'm trying to be, you know, present. And that was a big listing. And they were like, are you, are you okay in there? Right, right. I finally must have seen it. I'm like, yes, it's fine. Yeah. But they were like driving by. They're like, what is going on?
0: I, I forgot to answer my call after I went to the next appointment and yeah, my friends were freaking out. And then they called Tanner and Tanner is the police. And so the he poli- came. Yeah, it was it was it was bad. I It was you embarrassing. Got I got in trouble. You got in trouble. Because I was fine. But I told these people I'm going to this appointment. I don't know this person. If you don't hear from me by this time, start call.
1: And I didn't answer. And you didn't answer. Okay, so you have to have a system and you have to use the system correctly. But having the system is the number one key part of this. And
0: this is why repeat and referral business is the safest, cleanest, less messy, most profitable business you can ever have right and if you're gonna work the leads that is fine but do it like a professional
1: that has real standards of practice in place and i don't think that just you saying i carry whatever weapon is gonna no bad people can still do something bad to you Mm -hmm. like you know i think
0: we should change up our toast today oh great let's I think we should toast to Carl. I love Carl. Carl Carter. I just, I know. We we really became friends with him when I we know. interviewed and, him. Right. He's just like, his mission is keeping y'all alive. Keeping you alive, keeping you aware, mm-hmm. keeping you safe while keeping a smile on his face about it. Mm-hmm. You know, his mother, Beverly Carter, was killed on the job by a couple. Yep. Yep. And you need to go re- re-listen to his story. Go follow him on right. Instagram. Right. Follow him on Facebook. Mm-hmm. He started a foundation called the Beverly Carter Foundation. I think he foundation. still will come teach at your board. He'll come teach. You can donate to his um, yep. nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Maybe just go check out his stuff today. And that's going to be who we toasted. We're going to toast it. to Carl. Yes, Thank you for continuing to keep, to our, keep eyes our eyes open. Got to keep your eyes open, and um, you know, doing it well. Yeah. So, cheers, Carl. Cheers, Carl. Love you. Okay, bye, friends. Stay safe out there. Stay safe.